This program is sponsored by TC Sports on 1700 KBGG. Jimmy B. <laughs> this is a song right here. Yeah. Oh, let it rain, Jimmy B. Oh, oh Trent, 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 Trent. Oh, listen to you. Look at you, pal. Look how dancing. Now that's frightening watching you dance to this song. Oh, it's good. So good. Golly, son. It's oh, so my good. gosh. Oh, just let it ring. <laughs> let it ring throughout <laughs> central Iowa and across the state of Iowa. Here oh, it is, man. Jimmy B. I've been waiting yeah. seven years for tonight. Wow. My Minnesota wow. Twins against the Yankees in the wild card game. The Twins are back in the playoffs. That's good. That's great. I mean, look, 103 lost team last year. And now back in the playoffs against the Yankees in New York tonight. One game, winner continues, loser plays golf with us. Look, this is this is why we love sports. You and I love game sevens. Mm-hmm. When when you're in the NBA, in the NHL, we we just we love game sevens just because there is so much on the line and watch the best players perform and, and how it all plays out. It's, it doesn't get any better than this. And so tonight, this is like a game seven. You got one shot. That's it. It's like the NCAA tournament as well. One and done or one and continue. This is great tonight, Trent, and I know that you are. Okay, now let me. Are you going to be like me and mm-hmm. be at an establishment, or are you going to lock yourself in the man cave in the basement of your house? Well, as you know, I, I still have a little bit of an issue. Uh, tonight, I am working. Oh, that's right. I'm, you are working with volleyball. I'm calling volleyball tonight uh, on Mediacom. I'll be in Carlisle for the Ballard Bombers coming to town against the Wildcats. Carlisle. But, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Did uh, volleyball a couple weeks ago. Going to do it again. I'm excited for the opportunity. Love doing it. But this is my team. It's been seven years, and I have two routes I can go, Jimmy B. I could either okay. DVR the game, 7 o'clock, shut off the phone, and have no contact with anybody. And, and on the way home, just listen to music. That's it. No jumping on the phone. Nothing like that. Go in, DVR it, get home whatever time I get home. I'm 9, 9.30 tonight and then watch the game from the beginning. So I could go that route, and, and that's still the route that I'm leaning. I could keep the phone on, try to keep track of it as I'm calling the match. Probably not the most professional thing to do. Probably should stay <laughs> away from that. And another idea I had, so i got okay. a couple of friends that I trust. And some people you can't trust very well, but ask for kind of a scheduled t- text at, say, 8.30 or so. Send me a text, kind of tell me how it's going. Should I... Should I wait to check up on the game? Should I get to a bar as soon as possible? Should I get home as soon as possible? Whatever, you know, kind of the decision is, do I go that route, catch the game in progress, and I can go back and watch as need be from earlier in the game? What would be the route that's you? It's more difficult for you because you don't have a team that you still follow this day. You're a childhood, right. you know, Washington. 
but uh, you know, you're not like that with the Mariners, or you're not like that with the Seahawks anymore. Right. But right. if you had something like that, have you ever been in a spot? I it, it is different for you because you don't have the same kind of fandom that I do. Where there's something you really want to watch, and you kind of had that decision. Hey, should I just catch it as soon as I finish up here? Should I do it a different way? You ever been in a spot like this? I'm I'm sure that I have. But when I was calling all those games that I did, probably 700 or so plus, um, we didn't have the uh, mobile devices. Right. You, yeah, you got to yeah. remember that 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 wasn't available. Mm-hmm. So you were you were pretty much hosed. And so the only thing that you could do uh, back then was to have people that were viewing it. You know, call and and or or pass notes or whatever whatever the update was, and so if you're calling a game, the people that would they'd be on in your headset in the ear from the uh, production truck, and the people back in New York wherever whatever event I was at would then forward the information on to me, and that's the way that I would get it. So. You have to remember that only since the, what, mid-90s, early 90s maybe, uh, now mid-90s, I guess, is when, you know, phones really started to really take hold, cell phones, Mm -hmm. and people could, you know, contact you immediately. Now, of course, you get it instantaneously. This is a tough one, Trent. This is really tough. I still don't know what I'm going to do. And and I have, I mean, I've been back and forth, I've been thinking about this now for a couple of weeks what what do i do okay maybe somebody out there can help me out with a little more clarity what should i do tonight two six four seventeen hundred dialed up right now try to help Call me Trent. out yeah I'm, I'm yeah i'm just searching for answers here I'm, I'm i can tell there. you this yeah i can tell you this okay from my from my personal standpoint i i could not stand i, I know i couldn't do this i know i couldn't record it and then come back and watch it, knowing that everybody else already knows the outcome, or at least knows what happened, say, in five innings before I could get to a location that had the TV that I wanted to watch. You know, something something like that. Or looking at my phone. I, I know, Trent, personally for me, that it would be driving me nuts you're going to go to a commercial break during the course of the volleyball game, and what are you going to do? You're going to sit there and twiddle your thumbs and go, oh, I wonder how they're doing. Oh, I can't look at it. I wonder how they're doing. No, you're not. You're going to sneak a peek because you're a fan of that team. That's why. It's tough. It's a difficult yeah. spot that I sit in here today, but uh, that one that I'll figure out, and, and I'll let you know tomorrow, right. Jimmy B, how it goes and and how this thing uh, happens. But hey, let's talk about the game. Like you said, one and done. This is a perfect spot. It, and as as you know, I do. Now, I'm not betting on this game. I'm not doing it. I'm not putting any money on it, especially after I got screwed last night by the Kansas City Chiefs and that stupid backdoor <laughs> cover that happened there. But so I've been monitoring this throughout the day. And this afternoon, okay. right as Ken and I, and I were finishing up right before 2 o'clock, I saw right. that uh, out in Vegas, the Yankees ha- had moved up, and they were as high as about a 285 favorite. It's dwindled down a little bit, but still playing pretty steady right there. I mean, taking away my fandom and just looking at this analytically, in a one-game scenario with Irvin Santana, solid pitcher on the mound, 
you, you would have to say that the smart money is you take the Twins. You're getting so much value here. There's no value right. after betting the Yankees. For what it no. is in a one-game scenario, laying 275 yes. just for one yeah. baseball game in the postseason yeah. is ridiculous in its own right. Severino, the Twins were able to get to a little bit. The value is on the Twins, but I can't do that. I, I've seen this saga dance too many times before with the Twins in the, against the Yankees in the postseason. How about this, Jimmy B? The Twins' record over their last, oh, let's see, oh, 100-plus games, they're 33-88 and 88 against the Yankees. 33-88 and 88 over the last 121. Ooh. That is Ooh. absolutely dreadful. I mean, it, it's unthinkable that they're that bad, but that's where they are. It's one thing for a good team to bat, beat a bad team time and time again. The Twins during that time period have been a pretty good team a lot of those years, 33-88. and 88. That's, that's unbelievable. Those numbers are crushing if you're a Twins fan. But, like we said, it's one game. And they did win 33 of them, so yep. it's not like it's not like they've been shut out. They mm-hmm. did win 33. So, look, I I don't know what to tell you here. I know that you and I when 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 you when we do our picks, we are not picking for fandom or with our heart. We're using our noggin. Mm-hmm. You, on the other hand, for tonight, I don't think you can separate the two this evening. I really don't. I, I think your fandom. Yeah, I think your fandom is uh, already at a hundred percent, and it should be uh, with with what you've been through. But man, oh man, oh man, that's a monster number <laughs> just to win a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. And, and win right wow. now, you'd be laying two seventy five at CG Technology minus two seventy on the Yankees minus wow. two fifty at a lot of spots. The the money continues to pour in. You know, I also like to take a look at that and see, at least offshore, I can see where the uh, money is coming in. I want to take a peek at that, too. you got to guess the percentage is huge on this one as I click on MLB. Here it is. Yeah, 82% of the cash right now sure. is coming in on the Yankees. It's no surprise. Yeah. It makes sense. But yes. if you're a baseball better, and I am a baseball better, the value is on the Twins. It doesn't mean the Twins are going to win, but if you're looking just for value, that's the side to take tonight, uh, but it's also the Yankees and Twins. Jimmy B., I'm so excited for this game tonight. We got Alex Halstead coming up here in about 10 minutes. We'll talk with him. A lot of Cyclones. Alex, though, also a Minnesota Twins fan, so we'll get his uh, thoughts on the game tonight. 440, we'll take a look around Major League Baseball. Mike Bates will be here. We'll talk about the series. We'll talk about the other games. We'll talk about tonight. Another Minnesota Twins fan. See, I'm stacking the deck with some Twins Man, fans you are. today. I got to do it, Jimmy B. I, I have to do it. When I got an opportunity to talk about the Twins, I got to jump on board, and we're going heavy with that. And then 5 o'clock tonight, you're done early. We got the Hawkeye huddle. Dave Creighton Jr., Brett Ridge will be by. Those guys, not Twins fans, though. They're Cubs fans. <laughs> They'll have a different, a different view than, sure. than where you'll be. Look, if, and, if the, and if the Twins were to pull the upset tonight, oh, oh my God, Trent, you will be insufferable. <laughs> Absolutely insufferable. While the next series is going on. Oh, God, I hope I can deal with it. <laughs> I'll be fine. Here's the thing. If they get by okay. this one, I know they're going to get throttled by the Indians. It's just it's not a good matchup for them. We know how good that team has been. They're playing with house money right now, and they win tonight. It's even more house money. And the difference, Jimmy B., and, and I was reading yep. through uh, the New York Post today had an article. They were talking about you know, the playoff history between these two teams and I was just kind of grinning and bearing it as I was reading through it. 
but in this scenario, one and done, it's it sets up as well as you can hope for. It over a five game series, a seven game series, the Twins wouldn't have much shot against this Yankees team. I don't think they have much shot against the Indians team. But in a one off scenario, you're already playing yep. with house money. And Jim, yesterday I was listening to Brian Dozier, I listened to Byron Buxton, Paul Molitor. They're loose and teams say the right things a lot of times. This does feel a little bit different. There's there's just something about this young group of kids, the youngsters in there. Joe Mauer's the only guy that's ever been a part of those playoff series, and he was just at the tail end of it. You know, he didn't go through the ineptitude and the comebacks of 04, uh, of 03. He wasn't even part of those teams that went through that. There just feels like there's something different. You know, dumb and young, you know, that that's something that's talked about a lot. I think that's the yes. case here with this Twins team. And it's a good thing that they played there two weeks ago, too, I think. Though they got swept in that series, they got to Severino in the afternoon game and the getaway day. They hit the ball well against him. There's just mm-hmm. something about being in Yankee Stadium not too long ago. Maybe a little bit of that mystique won't quite be there tonight. We talked about it a little bit yesterday where you have somebody's number. You know, you're in the opposition's head. Uh, I equated it to tennis, where if you're a player and you see this guy on the other side of the draw, you know you're going to beat him. No matter how bad you play, you know you're in his head and you're going to beat them. And we've seen that take place in basketball and in a little, and some in football, but baseball, as you and I go into all the time, is a totally different dynamic. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it really is. And from that standpoint, I just don't see how the Yankees could get off the bus tonight, walk onto the field, and think that they're going to win this game just because they have beaten Minnesota 88 times and only <laughs> lost to them 33. I, I, you you got to show up and play, Trent. You know that. To extrapolate that number, it's the 33-88 and 88 number that the Twins have had over the last 121. That would, that's the equivalent of a team going 44-118 and 118 during a regular season. That would be the worst record all time in baseball tied with the Tigers of, what, 15 wow. years ago. 44-118 and wow. 118 is the win percentage that the Twins have. But like you said, and I, I love this point, Jimmy B., that you brought up. They do have 33 wins. It can happen. Yeah. And this is just yes. one. I, I'm pumped up for it. We'll be talking about that game coming up later with Mike Bates. Alex Halstead stops by to kick things off, Jimmy B. Jimmy B and TC here on the Big Talker 1700. We're going to take a timeout when we come back. It's Cyclone Talk with Alex Halstead. This portion of the program presented by Wolf Construction Roofing. You in the market, maybe a small leak, or it's time for a complete re-roof. Fall is here. It is time to get this done before the cold winter months get here. Give a call today to Wolf Construction Roofing and tell them Jimmy B and TC sent you. We'll take the time out. Alex Halstead, Talking Cyclones next. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. 
sponsored by Walgreens. It's easy to get your flu shot at Walgreens and help make a difference. Simply get a shot and give a shot. No appointment necessary. Vaccine restrictions apply. See pharmacy for details. Pushing snow with a Fisher Plows Extreme V V plow that you'll find at Shuling Hitch isn't just a job this winter. It's kind of a rush, too. The Extreme V V plow can change from V to straight to scoop. It's versatile and efficient. With the exclusive Fisher Trip Edge design and fast hydraulics, you'll get the job done faster. Shop for your new Fisher Plows blade at Schuling Hitch Company. Two locations off 2nd north of the Interstate Des Moines and Alexander Avenue in Ames or SchulingHitch.com. Are you going to the Central Iowa Business Conference on October 11th? It's a day focused on helping Central Iowa businesses master their processes and accelerate their success. I'm Todd McDonald from ATW Training Solutions. My team and I will be attending because we know that in order to move forward, you sometimes need to take a step back, look at where you are and where you want to go. October 11th is one of those days for us. We're looking forward to hearing from nationally recognized authors that are excited to help Central Iowa companies. One of those authors is Gino Wickman, author of the best-selling book, Traction. We've seen the success of his traction concepts not only in our own business, but many of the companies we work with. We're also looking forward to hearing from Vicki Halsey, co-author of the book Legendary Service, because we know how important it is to take care of our customers. If you're looking to master your business, come learn from the experts. The Central Iowa Business Conference is presented by EO Iowa and Mediacom. For more information, visit centraliowabusinessconference.com or contact the Urbandale Chamber of Commerce. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. It's that time of the year again. Football is right around the corner. Draft House 50, best spot in Central Iowa to catch your Cyclones, Hawkeyes, and every NFL game. Over 50 TVs, 50 beers on tap, and the best burgers in town. Draft House 50, your place for all things sports. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Well, Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Food Dudes Delivery offers commercial and residential delivery service along with the option to pre-order. Our delivery rate is always a flat fee, so whether you're ordering $15 for yourself or $300 for a party, it's going to be the same flat fee. We deliver all throughout the metro area, always keeping your food hot and fresh. Food Dudes Delivery has a vast range of food options for you to choose from. So place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. It's time for your daily dose of Cyclone coverage on 1700 KVGG. All right, welcome back. Jimmy B and TC here, 1700 KBGG. Countdown to first pitch tonight, the Yankees and the Twins. I'm pumped up for it. 
Jimmy B even a little bit, though, a different variety. And our next guest, a fan of the Minnesota Twins, uh, penned a book back in the day about the Minnesota Twins as well. And uh, Alex Halstead joins us right now on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Alex, feeling good about tonight with the Twins against the Yankees? Well, it's, I'm just glad that it's, you know they're playing a meaningful game again. I think I was at Target Field the last time that they played in the playoff game, and uh, obviously that didn't go well. But uh, it's nice just to have them back in the playoffs, even if it is just guaranteed the one game tonight. Yeah, seven long years of a lot of bad baseball in between, but uh, here we are tonight and getting ready to tee it up. But we're not here to talk about the Twins, though. Maybe we'll sneak in another question at the end, Alex. We're here to talk about the Cyclones. Uh, Last time we talked, we were excited about the matchup with Texas. Felt like a game, certainly they can win, and a pivotal game, certainly, for the rest of the season. After what happened on Thursday night against the Longhorns, now Oklahoma on deck, how much has the mood inside the locker room changed? Yeah, you know the the mood doesn't seem to change or have doesn't seem to have changed a whole lot. You know, Matt Campbell said that didn't really noticed any of the heads down type things that maybe they had to deal with when they first got here, and that you know I think the the I don't know if culture is the right word, but the mindset seems to be different than it has been in in years past at least. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of frustration with you know maybe not being able to get over the hump at times in that game. You know, they crossed midfield six times and only scored one time, you know, that drives to all the 33, the 36, the 43, uh, you know, just having all those drive stall, I think is frustrating. Um, but I think they still see a lot to be gained this season. Obviously it's tough because they got to go now and face the number three team in the country. Uh, but then after that, you get Kansas and Texas tech. So I think there's still stuff out there for them to be hopeful for, but you're right. Um, you're kind of relating Iowa state to the twins. You know, they haven't, Iowa state hasn't been to that bowl game in, in so long. And, that Texas game felt so important to get that win and, and you know, by midseason for sure have three or four wins and then kind of be looking up. But uh, now they have a little bit more work to do in the weeks ahead. Well, the defense certainly uh, seemed to play their best football game of the year against Texas. And, and that, uh, you know, is a positive to build upon. Still, I, I think people got to realize that was a banged-up Texas offensive line. They were without their two starting tackles, three offensive linemen overall. You don't want to get a false sense of security there, but at the very least, you can see this defense continues to evolve and step forward here in year number two. Yeah, I think that's a good point. That Texas offense isn't great, um, but I think it's still a good sign for them to have shown some of the improvement that they have through the first several games. Even if you go to the Iowa game, there were points put on the board, but there were times that they made some plays and got off the field. Um, obviously, they played well defensively against you and I and, and Akron, and I think. You know, we've really seen the the involvement of that defensive front. You know, Ray Lima is uh, Matt Campbell called the unsung hero of that defensive line because you know he he hasn't put up the numbers necessarily at that defensive tackle spot, but he eats up blockers and allows some of the linebackers to do their job. And that's actually something that Campbell talked about uh, also this week. Was it's nice to see that the linebackers are leading the team in tackles. And in the Big Twelve, sometimes that gets skewed a little bit just because of the spread out. Uh, offenses you face, but in, in recent years, the defense, when you look at the, a lot of games, it's Kamari Cotton-Moyer or Brian Peavy leading them in tackles in the past, and the fact that their linebackers are there, I think, A, shows that the linebackers have improved, but also uh, maybe they're, you know, not giving up these same big gains, and they're, they're tackling at the, at the you know, close to the, to the line of scrimmage and then making plays, and so that's been a big improvement for them, is just, you know, their linebackers are making more of the plays than having to wait till they get downfield to the defensive backs but they're they're right up there for tackles for loss in the whole country and 
Um, they're still not there yet, but most of his defense will be back next year too because it's pretty uh, a pretty young defense overall. Alex Halstead is our guest, 24-7 Cyclone Alert. He comes to us naturally on the Draft House 50, Hotline Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Okay, enough with the pleasantries. They stunk up the joint against Texas. We all saw it. Uh, this is a different animal, though, on the road at Oklahoma. Alex, I went to your board. It, it always cracks me up. Well, did you see how many points Baylor scored against Oklahoma? They were right in that game. It's every game is different, Alex. They're a twenty-eight point underdog. Let me repeat that: a twenty-eight point underdog. Alex, is, are, are they just going to get the crap kicked out of them by Oklahoma, or what? Well, it's hard. It's hard to say. I mean, obviously, hasn't won that game in eighteen years, and so I don't think fans are necessarily definitely not expecting. But most fans that I've seen, at least on my board, have been. In most of the mindset that if, if they show significant improvement offensively and, and kind of do it, just kind of do what they've done defensively, I think most fans would be happy with it going into Kansas and, and then Texas Tech. You know, they got to, I think for most fans, just show, show some improvement that makes them think that there's still two, three wins still out there when you look at, you know, Kansas, Texas Tech, Baylor, and some of those games. You know, there are winnable games out there. And this is the one game we talked about preseason was probably the one game that I would. I think they had a, a chance to win. And so, you know, I, I think most fans want to see them do a little bit more offensively. Obviously, that game was frustrating, I think, for most fans watching just because of, of the lack of balance offensively and the fact that they did have opportunities to do some stuff and, and didn't convert. But, you know, I, I talked to uh, – uh, I went on the radio in Norman today with uh, one of our uh, our Oklahoma writer, and, you know mm-hmm. – it's it's interesting to see how they view the game because you know they kind of said that there have been some games where Iowa State has kept this game close. You know, last year was a ten point game, and um, right. there have been a couple close games. But it's always hard to say you know, are they going to get blown out or not. But you know, I, I've tried to think you know would I pick them to cover or not because that is quite a quite a spread. Alex Halstead joining us on the Draft House 50 Hotline talking Cyclones. All right, Alex, we we gotta we gotta talk about this. That helmet that they wore, that logo, it's a secondary logo. Uh, Bugles is tweeting at them. It, it was widely panned. There's a belief out there that it was because they didn't play well and they lost the football game. You know, as I was showing it to uh, some people before the game, Cyclone fans, they thought I was joking. They, they, they know that I grew up a Hawkeye fan. They thought I was playing a joke on them. So this doesn't have anything to do. That was before the football game began. Can we all agree that thing was hideous? Or, or are you on board with this new secondary logo? Well, I think I see what they're trying to do in terms of uh, incorporate the team name because it's something I don't think they've ever done. I think the execution could have probably been better. Um, it's interesting from my vantage point because I think the diehard fans absolutely hate it, and that's kind of what the reaction's been on the message board. And then I see I follow some other people from around 24-7 who have no ties to anything, and I've seen people tweeting about how they loved it. And so it seems like the people not connected with Iowa State seem to like the idea of I think, you know, Iowa State fans mostly probably compare it to that Johnny Orr era Cyclone logo that you see out there. That That's what you see get tweeted out there. Whereas maybe these people who have no connection or affiliation to Iowa State have no reference point, so they just like the idea of the Cyclone. But, you know, I do think that the idea makes sense because, you know, they're the Cyclones and all they've ever really had is they've had the Cardinal and they've had the Iowa State logo. But I think most people are 
upset with the execution of it. And it'll be interesting to see because Matt Campbell told me this summer that, and we talked about it here when I came on for Big 12 Media Days, that next year they're going to have completely new uniforms. So it'll be interesting to see how they incorporate it with new uniforms or what they do when they redo everything instead of just the logo. It'll be interesting. There's no question about that. Um, Back to Oklahoma here quickly with Baker Mayfield and the things that he can do. Currently, I am leaning and taking the points. I am leaning that way. And I'm with you that last year they did play Oklahoma tough. And it doesn't mean that they can't do it this year. And also, you're right, it doesn't mean they can't get blown out 50-20 to and, and cover that spread, meaning Oklahoma. But from the standpoint of Oklahoma coming off a bye and having an opportunity now to focus in on this game, to me, it just seems that anytime you come off a bye week, although Iowa State pooped the bed big time after coming off a bye against Texas, but I would think that Oklahoma would really be excited to play just because they haven't played now in two weeks. And so if I were a player at that time, I would really be excited. I, I wouldn't care if, if it was Iowa State or Texas Tech or TCU. I'd still be excited to play. Do you see it from that standpoint or not? Yeah, I think that's true. I mean, they just probably want to get back on the field, especially when they're in a position right now where they're kind of in control of uh, kind of in control of the Big 12 in terms of, you know, the other team that everyone thought was going to be right up there with Oklahoma State has the one loss. And so – um, you know, I think from that point, the bye week is always interesting. How do teams come off of it? Because, you know, like you said, some teams come off, you know, playing well, and some, I think, Iowa State and Texas, to some degree, Texas played really well defensively, but their offense didn't look any better with a bye week, even with a new quarterback. So, you know, I think there's there's pros and cons to the week off, um, you know, but that that would be interesting. I think they obviously have more time to prepare for uh, Iowa State's defense and. You know, this is going to be the best offense Iowa State probably faces all year. And, um, you know, I think it's probably difficult to face them come off a of bye week when they get a whole extra week. They get time to get healthy and from anything that's banged up and whatnot. Um, I guess for Iowa State, you just got to hope that they come off the bye week a little slow in that first quarter. And, you know, the 11 a.m. doesn't help and, and things like that. But, you know, Iowa State's best way to stick in the game to make it a competitive game is probably to control the, control the ball a little bit. Well, uh, over to a little basketball news before we let you go, Alex and George Condit, the latest commitment for Coach Proman Company, put together a nice class. Uh, tell us a little bit about Condit. Guy uh, has some ties to Iowa State, and with it, a guy that really rose up the rankings here this summer. Yeah, when you look at all three of their commits now, you know Tyrese Halliburton, Zion Griffin, and George Condit, they're all in the rankings through the summer when school saw them in July, um, and I guess even back to the spring a little bit, but. Condit's a kid that's six foot ten, um, still pretty skinny, and has to add some weight. You know, he's more of a developmental guy. But a lot of analysts, you know, that you hear talk about him say that, you know, he's really a high upside guy because if he does add that weight and he does, you know, look the part of a Big Twelve forward, he's got some of the intangibles in terms of the toughness and the in the athleticism. I mean, he can step out a little bit and do some of those things. And Iowa State fans have been asking and asking to get another, you know, tall six foot ten guy, and they. They got one now. You know, Connor's a guy that went from 6'7 to 6'10 in the last year or so. So he's grown quite a bit, um, adding three inches in 12-plus months. So um, they get a good guy with his size. They needed a forward in this class. And, you know, his dad played football at Iowa State, so they have that connection. Though, you know, Connor told me yesterday his dad really didn't play a part in it as much as, 
you know, he really liked Iowa State's plan for him, that they told him of how they were going to develop his body and, and those sorts of things and how they were going to use him in the offense like they've used some of their other forwards. So, you know, it's an interesting class because now they've got two kids from Chicago, one from uh, Wisconsin, and they're hoping to get one more kid from Chicago and Taylor Horton Tucker here uh, in the next month or so. Um, I'll let you go on this one, and it and it is a basketball story, but a little different. I don't know if you've seen referee John Higgins has filed a lawsuit against that Kentucky sports network that uh, blasted him and sent out uh, his uh, work office number and his home address and home phone number, and he was harassed by over 3,000 calls. He has sued that uh, that network. The only real goober I remember at Iowa State was that goofball who sat courtside and went after Bill Self several years ago. Uh, so I don't see I don't see Weatherwax or whatever that dope's name is. I I don't see Iowa or Iowa State fans or U N I fans going to this extreme ever. But what does this tell you? about fandom i mean you have a board you you know what they say on message boards but that's different than really going after an official like this yeah i mean it's, it's kind of crazy it'd be interesting to see how that all plays out because if it you know if he ends up winning that case it could set some kind of precedent in terms of yes. uh interactions with officials and that sort of thing i mean the most i've seen at iowa state other than the incident you outlined is just booing and stuff i mean you hear that but that's kind of that's fine the case anywhere that's good. If they, yeah. if they make a call it's booing but you know um i've never seen anything really that extreme you know the one time i've interacted with kentucky fans have been around them is when i was down in louisville they played in the NCAA tournament and they had a the entire arena was filled for their free practice and they were i mean they were yelling and stuff at other teams and stuff so i mean it's a different rabid fan base but you still wouldn't expect something to get to that point so um, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out because I didn't see a ton of evidence. I read the story of them necessarily how much the, those two guys that they um, filed a lawsuit against, how much they pushed it or how much they just didn't make an attempt to stop it on their on their site. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. 30 seconds, Alex. Twins, Yankees tonight. What's going to happen? Well, I'd probably go with the Twins or with the Yankees, but you know the thing with this is one game, you know, the White Sox – you know, one of the worst teams of baseball, and anybody can win the one-game playoff. So I think if you're going to play the Yankees or the Red Sox or something like that, you might as well play them in one game and, and hope that Irvin Santana pitches well into the sixth or seventh. Well, let's hope for the best. Alex Halstead at CycloneAlert.com. Great place to go for all the Cyclone information. Alex, enjoy the Twins game tonight. We'll talk again next week. Yeah, talk to you later, guys. That's Alex Halstead right there, 24-7 Cyclone Alert on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. You know, he makes a very good point uh, if, indeed, John Higgins has success in this lawsuit. Hey, look, Trent, you and I go to all the games. We, we, we Fans go, go crazy, mm-hmm. boo, scream, cheer, uh, curse sometimes, but this was way, 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 way over the top with calling his business and death threats, and police had to uh, guard his home. I mean, this went this went way over the top. And to be honest with you, I hope that he has some success with this. I really do. Yeah, reason number uh, 2084, 
Uh, people are a bunch of weirdos. That's what we know. Yes. And, uh, another yep. another one right there. Well, we'll come back on the other side. Time to dig into the playoffs. Yankees Twins tonight. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the NL Wild Card game tomorrow. The other division series getting ready to start up as SB Nation's Mike Bates will join us next. It's Jimmy B and TC. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100 Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. Sponsored by Account Temps. Do you need accounting and finance expertise? Call Account Temps. They can provide accounting and finance consultants when and where you need them. Visit AccountTemps.com to learn more. Account Temps, a Robert Half Company. Kevin's not-so-wonderful life. Lost my job, had to move in with my sister. Is about to take a turn toward the amazing. Kevin, you've been chosen to save the world. Oh, okay, cool. How am I supposed to save the world? Change yourself. By putting others before yourself. Helping those in need. Change the world. I feel like I'm getting a second chance. I feel good. One of Entertainment Weekly's must-watch new shows, Kevin Probably Saves the World. Series premiere tonight at 9, followed by Local 5 News at 10. Then tomorrow, wake up with Good Morning Iowa's Elias Johnson and Sabrina Ahmed. Every morning on Local 5, Sabrina and I share the stories that are important to Iowans. And being from Iowa, Elias and I know what impacts you. We went to school here. Our families are growing up here. And we're proud to call Iowa home. We invite you to wake up to Local 5's Good Morning Iowa. Weekdays at 5, because we are Iowa. Your favorite restaurant with the best view in downtown Des Moines is now open for breakfast and lunch seven days a week. The Cub Club Restaurant at Principal Park is open year-round from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. every day. Check out the great breakfast menu, lunch favorites like the Get Out of My Yard Burger and Handmade Tenderloins, and on weekends, the Mimosa and Bloody Mary Bar. Visit CubClubRestaurant.com for all the specials. The Cub Club Restaurant at Principal Park. Great food, great views, plenty of free parking, and now open for breakfast and lunch seven days a week. We alarm our houses and we alarm our cars. But when it comes to your personal information, it can be tough to know when something isn't right. That's where Discover Card can help. Now, we'll send you an alert if we find your social security number on any one of thousands of risky websites. And this service is free for card members. Just sign up online. It's our way of looking out for you, not just your account. Learn more at discover.com slash free alerts. Limitations apply. I listened to jackhammers and honking horns on my commute this morning. I listened to a great business book on Audible. I think I'm now partially deaf in one ear. I think I'm going to ask for a raise. Is it bad that I can't stop hearing a ringing noise? You should give Audible a try. Excuse me? I said you should give Audible a try. Upgrade your commute. Ride with Audible. Ask Siri or Google to download the Audible app and start your free 30-day trial today. Are you sick of the same old tired lunches, leftovers, bad drive through options? Food Dudes Delivery has your answer. Food Dudes delivers for restaurants that don't offer delivery all across the Des Moines metro. Order online at fooddudesdelivery.com and get out of the lunch rut today with Food Dudes Delivery. 
Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. That's fooddudesdelivery.com. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Sort of halfway at second and short. Pena in a jam. The Twins are going to win the World Series. The Twins have won it. It's a base hit. It's a one nothing 10 inning victory. Oh, Jimmy B. Oh, Trent. Oh, you are you are living in the past, guy. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I always tell everybody it's always much better to be a has-been than a never-have. Well, you play that very well, Jimmy B. Huh? Yes, I do. <laughs> Let's and get I'm in. proud of it, to be honest with you. Let's get into uh, tonight's game, Minnesota and the Yankees. we got other baseball to talk about. The NL wildcard game tomorrow. Joining us right now from SB Nation, you find his work over there with a great group. He also has a new podcast out this week in baseball history. It's Mike Bates with us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Mike, uh, do you like that highlight coming out of the break? You know, it takes me back to I was 13 years old, and I was sitting on the basement couch just, you know, huddled in the corner of the sofa uh, for all 10 innings, just not able to move. It was so such a fantastic game. Uh, you know, it, 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 it's a fantastic memory that I don't think I'm going to get a chance to relive this year. <laughs> so, uh, not, not very hopeful. But he's up, he's optimistic, isn't he, Trent? <laughs> very, well, see, see, the moment, the moment I start to acknowledge that, you know, we're, we're going to win it, uh, that's the moment where, It'll all just fall apart. Well, the the betting uh, certainly is in on the Yankees. Everybody is picking the Yankees nationally to win this baseball game, and with good reason. They finished six games above the history, the recent history. If you don't buy, you know, the thirty three and eighty eight record that the Twins have over the last one twenty one, all these different things together. But just frankly, they're a better baseball team. But it is one game. So lay out the scenario outside of something goofy happening. How do the Twins win this game tonight? Well, I mean, it's, it's pretty simple. Uh, they need Irvin Santana to, to pitch a strong six innings, uh, five to six innings, uh, keep the, the Yankees bats, Aaron Judge, uh, the Sanchez catcher, Gary Sanchez, uh, keep those guys in, in check. 
uh, and then hopefully be able to get a couple innings of really strong relief out of Jose Barrios. Um, you know, it's it's going to be a tall order, um, but, you know, it's one game, like you said. Uh, you know, the Twins have won, you know, something like 33 to 40% of their games against the Yankees uh, over the last few years, even though they are clearly an inferior team. They have been clearly an inferior team in that time. You know, it's baseball. Anything can happen in one game. Uh, Luis Severino, the, the Yankees starter, uh, might not might not come out hot. Uh, the Twins could jump all over him. Certainly the Twins have a lot more power in their lineup than they ever have in the past. And, you know, i got a five-year-old who's never seen the Twins lose to the Yankees in the playoffs, and I want to keep that streak alive. <laughs> I, I figured there was an underlying moment coming, and it was. Um, look, at this is one-game playoff. Trent read off those great statistics of they've won 33 and lost 88, but it is one game, and we know goofy things happen in Major League Baseball. Could this be the night that something goofy happens and all, and and the Twins find a way to upset the Yankees? Oh sure, oh sure. I mean, it's it's totally plausible that the Twins mm-hmm. can win this game. Um, it, it's not likely. I mean, the betting line is what the betting line is because it's correct. Uh, I think I think there's probably a little. Uh, extra boost because the Yankees are are going to be more heavily bet on than the Twins, uh, but the Twins definitely have a, a realistic shot of winning this game. Uh, it just all it all needs to break right. Uh, you know they they need to jump on Severino before they get to the Yankees bullpen, uh, which is fantastic, uh, and they need to be able to keep those big Yankee sluggers in check. Um, it's which is, again, going to be a tall order. But, but it's totally doable. Santana has had a, a fantastic year uh, and has really, I think, solidified himself as, as not an ace but a, a good 1A to 2 starter. Uh, and those guys are, are all capable of having great games. So the winner of this one, the Yankees and the Twins, moves on, and they get the reigning AL champions, the Cleveland Indians, Though the yeah, some cons- some prize, right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> a short series against that one. But interesting today is uh, Terry Francona announces not going to be Corey Kluber on the bump for game number one. Going to go with Trevor Bauer there now because of the way with the days off that the series is going to go. Kluber could come back then and pitch a game five. Is that the main reason for this? Is if they get to that point, having Kluber out there for a game five of that DS? Well, I think you know having him there in in that you know, elimination game is, is really important, but you know, it's, it's really hard to see. I, I don't see the logic in this, uh, because I think Kluber is, would be able to pitch two times regardless. Um, and, and frankly, uh, he's a much better pitcher than Trevor Bauer is. Um, and I, you know, I, I, for me, I want to win game one. I want to get things off on a, a good foot. And, you know, being able to, to throw the best pitcher in the American League out there uh, is, is an important part of that. Having a great conversation with Mike Bates, SB Nation on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Uh, Mike, take me then to the Wednesday game. 
these two teams, Colorado, Arizona, both in the same division. They play each other all the time. Safe to say that uh, neither team is going to be fooled by anything in that Wednesday night game. No, definitely not. I mean, these teams know each other extremely well. Uh, and, you know, both were huge surprises this year. Uh, nobody expected uh, playoff runs from the Diamondbacks or the Rockies. And here they both are uh, in the postseason, and, and one of them will go home after Wednesday. But, uh, you know, this is, this is really exciting, uh, especially for a couple of uh, fan bases that have had relatively little to cheer about lately. Um, and, and, you know, the Diamondbacks are legit. The Diamondbacks have got a really strong starting rotation that probably doesn't get talked about nearly enough. Paul Goldschmidt is a, is probably the first, the best first baseman in baseball. And, uh, and, and JD Martinez has been the hottest hitter, uh, in Major League Baseball over the last couple of months. He's got 24, uh, 26 homers, 24 homers in 62 games. I mean, that's, that's just a ridiculous pace, and uh, he is, you know, just a, a massive key to them winning tonight uh, on Wednesday. Um, you know, I I like Colorado. Colorado's got also because of the because they pitch in Denver uh, and at Coors Field, Field have a really underrated pitching staff. But I just I don't think they have quite the same uh, firepower both in the rotation and and in the lineup that that Arizona has. Well, big series around here as well as you can imagine, Mike, is the Cubs and the Nats. And uh, what's happened with Max Scherzer? He says uh, he definitely plans to pitch in the division series against the Cubs, even with that hamstring injury. What's the latest you're hearing? Well, yeah, I think he is going to he is going to pitch. I mean, he's he's very sure on that, and it certainly sounds like um, he's going to be uh, he's going to be good to go. Uh, you know, keep in mind that Scherzer is is just an incredibly gritty competitor. I mean, I I, I really shy away from using words like that and and uh, you know things that we can't necessarily quantify. But but Scherzer also, you know, at the start of the year had a a, a problem with his finger and his knuckle, and he was there was some talk that he might open the season on the DL, and he just put pushed through it. I mean, he is a, a he's a horse, and I have no doubt that he's going to be pitching and and frankly is probably going to be excellent uh let me run this one by it because we're running tight on time uh stanton in miami hits 59 home runs yet it seems nobody even gives a rats they're not even promoting it big time in major league baseball circles uh, what what happened here why why is that? Why don't? Why doesn't a guy? Is it just because he plays in Miami and nobody cares? Well, I think that's part of it. I think he's not in the postseason, so there's not an opportunity here in October okay. to promote him, um, and so that's a that's a huge impediment uh, to kind of advancing that conversation. You know, he had a fantastic season uh, and is just a, a dominant hitter, uh, but I, you know, when when it when everything is geared toward October, I think he's going to be overlooked for a little while here. And there will be an opportunity to go back and kind of revisit what, what he accomplished this year, um, which is, you know, really a, one of the all-time great seasons, uh, I think, uh, and, and certainly the best season in Marlins history. But, uh, you know, it, it just kind of gets a little lost in the shuffle between that and uh, the fact that the Marlins have, ownership in place to kind of 
came in and cleared the decks and and uh, are just kind of getting to the point where they can uh, they can take control of this team and do things like promote Giancarlo Stanton. Well, Mike, uh, the playoff brackets are here. The one game playoffs tonight and tomorrow night. You filled out a bracket. What do you got? The World Series. Oh man, uh, you know it's re- it was it was really hard. You know, I think in the American League, um, Cleveland is so good. I, it, coming down to them and, and Houston, I think I have to, with a gun to my head, go with Cleveland, mm-hmm. um, just because that, that they might have the best top to bottom pitching staff uh, in baseball history. I mean, just in terms of performance in, in a single season, um, and Houston is fantastic. But but I just have a hard time imagining clubs being able to able to overcome that bullpen uh, on a on a regular basis. Uh, and in the National League, I, you know, I think for me it comes down to, to Los Angeles and Washington, and just a gut feeling is that this, this might be Washington's year. Um, they've, they've come close so many times to, uh, and they're, they're getting so close to the end of their uh, competitive window with Bryce Harper's free agency looming in, in two years. So, you know, I, I think there's a, a real urgency, and uh, they have an exceptionally strong rotation, a rebuilt bullpen that's really fantastic, and that lineup's uh, really fantastic. You know, with Harper, Rendon, uh, Murphy, Turner, Zimmerman, Michael Taylor, uh, you know, when you trust talent like Byron Buxton this year, uh, sometimes it turns out uh, that, that, that there was something there all along, and... Uh, you know, I think the Nationals are top to bottom a, a fantastic club. Mike Bates, SB Nation, with us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Mike, as always, good talking with you and win twins tonight. Yeah, absolutely, win twins. All right, we'll see you, Mike. That's Mike Bates <laughs> with us. Jimmy B, you are done, my man. Yeah, you're, you're I through. Know. So yeah. get to the bar, get saddled up, and cheer on the twins for me tonight, all right? I got a Rod Carew will... shirt if you want to wear it. Oh, God, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I, I, I love Rod Carew. Might God, be too he was a terrific player. Might be too big for you, might, though. I figured you, yeah. I could wear it as a tent. Well, yeah. What, what do you I wear? Could do that extra small, Kid, a kid's medium. <laughs> uh, at J.C. Penny, I can stop. I shop in the kids section. Yes. <laughs> All right, get out of here, you goof. We got the Hawkeye hey, I'm huddle. God. The Hawkeye huddle coming up next here. Dave Creighton Jr. and Brett Ridge talking Hawkeyes next on 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Sponsored by AccountEmps. AccountEmps isn't just a staffing firm. They're people who believe in finding you the right person to fit your company's needs. Visit AccountEmps.com to learn more. AccountEmps, a Robert Half company. Now, we'd never tell you what kind of truck to drive, but what kind of snowplow? Well, that's a different story. For more than 65 years, Fisher Plows have been getting the job done reliably and efficiently. From heavy-duty commercial plows, V-plows, breakthrough deep snow drifts, or a personal snowplow for your half-ton truck. You'll find the Fisher Plow that's right for your need 
at Shuling Hitch in Des Moines and Ames. It's time to upgrade your blade with a new Fisher plow from Shuling Hitch. Visit ShulingHitch.com. I listened to jackhammers and honking horns on my commute this morning. I listened to a great business book on Audible. I think I'm now partially deaf in one ear. I think I'm going to ask for a raise. Is it bad that I can't stop hearing a ringing noise? You should give Audible a try. Excuse me? I said you should give Audible a try. Upgrade your commute. Ride with Audible. Ask Siri or Google to download the Audible app and start your free 30-day trial today. We're changing things up at Chili's. Even our song is changing. Our old song was Baby Back, Baby Back, Baby Back. It was about ribs because that was our thing. Everything's getting an update. Our new menu is totally different. We made your favorite things a lot bigger. We made our new burger half a pound. That's much bigger. And the ribs are 30% bigger. The fajitas are way bigger, too. 48% actually. But that's, like, impossible to sing. I don't know. Maybe just let me try it. The fajitas have 48% more fajitas. Mm-hmm. Oh, baby, Chili's is back. Baby, back, baby, back. You check things all the time, like your email every 10 seconds or your ex's Instagram. But what about checking something as important as your credit? Well, Discover makes it quick, easy, and best of all, free. Discover is now offering FICO credit scores to everyone for free, even if you're not a customer. And checking your score won't hurt your credit. We call it the Discover Credit Scorecard. And once you know your score, you should check to see if your current credit card is the best fit for you. Check your credit, compare your card. Go to discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. 1700 KBGG, Des Moines, a cumulus station. I like it!